0: The sun sets you free, you are free indeed. Welcome to the Free Indeed podcast where we believe in freedom reaching everyone everywhere. Here's your host, Mike Hansen. Welcome to episode 11 of the Free Indeed podcast. We officially crossed over into double digits as of our last episode. Yeah. So, here it is another few days later and we are back together. Sort of, but not really. Uh, we just like doing a bunch of these back to back to back. So
1: in radio time, that's
0: right. In days. radio time, whatever time you call that, it's been a few days, at least five or six days since our last podcast. So uh, we're still good friends, though. Nothing's changed since we, you know, had our last episode, and we're still not distracted at all by the football game on the TV. Not at all. It's in mute in the background. <laughs> that's why I sit with my back to the TV right now. <laughs> that's right. So Uh, so when I'm not looking at you, Kirk, it's okay. I might be, you know, just watching the rest of the the game there. If you react, I'm turning around though. Okay. If I react, I'm going to have to stop the the record. All right. So, um, so if for some reason you're, you're, you're new to our podcast, we have a simple format where I like asking good questions. I like asking and thinking about questions that might be thought provoking or heart provoking, whatever it might be. And today we've got another question for Kirk, but Hey, how things going
1: for you? Man, I'm telling you what, man, BDE. Best day ever. Best day ever. I'm telling you, man, it's the best day ever. When people ask me why I say that, I say because I'm a day farther away from what I used to be and I'm a day closer to what I'm going to be. Yep. So it's best all about day. the mindset. It's all about the mindset. You know, man. our last
0: episode, we kind of ended talking about how do you feel your day and um, how you feel your day depends on how you see your day. You know, is your day full of opportunity or is your day full of uh, things you have to do or things that you hate having around, whatever it might be, uh what choices are you gonna make to, to have a better day today? So we're gonna ask another question, or I'm gonna ask another question and gonna see what we what we get out of this here today. This could be a ten minute episode. It might be a forty minute episode. I doubt it'll be ten <laughs> minutes. <laughs> I That's doubt right. it. All right, so you ready, ready for the question today? Let's roll. All right. Hey Kirk, what's helped you um uh, deal with wandering thoughts and eyes? As you have had
1: this journey of freedom. Oh, um, wow. There's just kind of multiple answers to that one in terms of my experience. Um, I think, let me see. I'll start off with this. Idle time creates time for idols. Yeah. IDLE time creates time for I-D-O-L-E, IDOLS. Yes. yes. And so normally, I don't walk around <laughs> uh, with nothing to think about or nothing I'm planning or nothing I'm trying to make happen or something like that. Yeah, but so you,
0: that hasn't, hasn't always been the case. Right that's all, yeah, absolutely you developed the practice.
1: Yeah I mean it, it's a habit. I mean, it, it's like winning and quitting. It's a habit and keeping being present, keeping your mind focused it is a habit. and so being able to uh, to have something on my mind to be able to look for something now you know, I'm a guy. So yeah, I'll be out places and I recognize a pretty woman. I'm not a eunuch, um, oh, right. <laughs> you know that hasn't escaped me, and I don't, I don't ever want it to. Um, so on one hand, I don't walk around, you know, like a lion looking for someone to devour. Does that sound familiar? Uh-huh. Yes, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't walk around like that. I mean, I walk around with purpose, and when I see people, I, I'm, I'm I think about people in terms of people's experience and what can I do to help any person or something like that. When I see a pretty woman, I see her as a woman. I don't see her as an object these days. I've, I've gotten to the point now, thankfully, um, where I've been able to change my mindset about women, about seeing them and how I see them. And I don't, I don't normally see a woman as something to be consumed these days. That's just not my M.O., hasn't always been that way but happens to be today I'm proud to say that generally speaking I, I don't look at women as in, in that way but again I think a lot of that comes down to what I have on my mind.
0: How'd you get there though that's that's where I want to kind of go back to yeah. How'd you get to that place
1: time I mean okay. time of not consuming whatever you consume you gain an appetite for and whatever you whatever right. you have an appetite for you consume. And so when you're consuming, you gain an appetite for those things that you are consuming, even if it's artificial. When you are visually and emotionally and physically consuming women, you gain an appetite for visually, emotionally and physically consuming women. When I stopped uh, consuming women, the appetite for consuming women faded away. And and so, yeah, I mean, it, it is a catch 22 is both sides of that. And you have to stop in order for it to go away. And, and so for me, in that case, it has. Now, again, I'm a guy, and, you know, there are times where I catch myself, you know, I catch myself doing that second look. And if nothing else, A, I'm aware of it, which I would say most of my life I haven't even been. I just, ooh, there's not even yeah. a second look. The first look just continues. Yep. Um, but, you know, but now when I catch myself doing that second look, First of all, I give myself credit for catching myself doing that second look. And then I, I, I honestly, I, I let that thought pass through my mind. You know, thought and thinking are two different things. Thought is a noun. Thinking is a verb or to think is a right. verb. So, I, you know, a verb is, is an action word. And so I let that thought just kind of pass through and I just move on to the next thought. I don't ponder, I don't sit on that thought until all of a sudden I'm thinking about that. And then that's when I, you know, when you think about it, that's when it becomes consuming. That's when it becomes, you know, if you want to use, if you want to use a, a word a lot of people are comfortable with, that's when, you know, looking can become lusting. Um, and so yeah, I just, I, I allow that thought to just pass through and I don't kick myself. I don't, you know, I don't, I don't, all of a sudden let that turn into shame. I don't, you know, Oh, what a terrible person I am. And I'm a man. I was created to be a visual creature. (laughs) I mean, I was wired that way. And so I don't kick myself for being naturally wired in a way, you know, and and acting out of that. I don't stay there. And I I don't, you know, I'm not giving myself credit for that. But at the same time, I think it's important to be able to let go of that thing and not hold on to, you know, to guilt so long that it becomes shame. And I don't think guilt is bad all the time necessarily. I think guilt is the feeling and feelings are what we were given what God gave us to have our insides communicate with our outsides that there's a difference between, you know, my insides are not comfortable with my outsides. And so I'm, I'm okay if I feel guilty about something in terms of like, I mean, a lot of times, you know, guilt spawns change. So I'll allow guilt to change my mind, but I won't allow guilt to become shame. I won't. As a matter of fact, I'm sitting here with my phone in my hand because I'm about to post this quote on Facebook, and I haven't finished it yet. But it's going to say, "Dear shame, your weight is dead to me, and so are you." <laughs> your what's a weight? Your weight. Oh, <laughs> they're just carrying the weight of shame. I just right. don't do that. I, I right. just, you know, I, I just I don't allow. You know, the longer you carry a guilt, it becomes shame. It it, it grows into shame, and so you got to be better and good at just allowing that to. You know, hey man, the way I believe, you know, even that thought, my my faith leads me to believe that that you know I can I can pray and be forgiven for even that that unhealthy or or sinful thought that goes through my mind, and so you know if that was if that was covered by the blood of Christ, then I let it go. Yeah, I let it go,
0: and that's a huge part of what we're about with step uh, step seven. Easy crossover because we're both familiar with steps seven. This Absolutely. is free indeed, uh, and it's it, it because um, where we where we spend our time in our in our mind the most time is where we tend to to go in our living in our choices. Uh, in I know for me that second look, I, I found myself perfect example is just just driving, and there you see halfway down the block. Um, someone jogging, and you can tell from a distance, depending on your eyesight, I guess, you know what kind of person that might be, or whatever it might be, the 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 gender. And I have um been able to train myself to okay, I see that coming. I've looked once off in the distance, but then I'm gonna look straight ahead when I drive by. Uh, it's just a practice that I've been able to gather as well. And you know, the classic moment is you know, uh, you're parked at an intersection and across the uh, across the street comes anybody and everybody, and you spend time staring there as well but that that's the that's the looking what about the thinking uh you know we've talked about you know not letting a thought become too much where you start thinking overthinking, and then eventually your imagination takes over into the fantasies um because what the the cycle or the um the uh what's the word the cascade could be well I just saw this, I thought this, and now I want to see it fulfilled on a screen somewhere. Um, I wanted to just ask you, did you have some time in your past when you realized, hey, I didn't do a second look and my mind didn't go wandering? And how was that for you? And where, I mean, how does that work in terms of, okay, you recognize it and you want to do it again. We can't really manufacture these moments because they just happen to us.
1: Yeah. And that's the other thing, too. A lot of that is just subconscious. A lot of that is, you know, you don't really have to think in order to to find yourself at that crossroad. And and I find myself at that probably daily. I mean, unless I don't leave my house ever, you know, oh, know. but then you know what? I don't even need to leave my house I got thoughts in my head. I got flashbacks of somebody that I saw or, or quite honestly, I got flashbacks of porn that I looked at years ago. Yep. You know, I mean, that stuff doesn't go away. It exists in your hippocampus. And so, um, oh, by the way, porn is the only drug you can do in your sleep. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, so, you know, you can't get away from it. And, and that's why I think it's ridiculous and preposterous and ludicrous for, uh, for people to say you should just stop. Yeah. And it's like, no, you don't get it. Like, I can't. It it doesn't just go away. But, you know, so, yeah, even when that thought pops into my mind while I'm sitting here on my couch and do I does that mean I never watch TV? Does that mean I never, you know, go to certain cities in our country? Do I never go to Las Vegas because they have people handing out cards on the street? Do I never go to the mall? Do I never go to Target? Do I never go to work? Do I never go to church? Right. Because <laughs> guess what? You know, a whole lot of guys get tempted by the lady up on stage, you know, singing, raising her, her hands up with the yoga pants on. You know, I'm just saying, you know, and so uh, I mean, uh, do you never leave your house or do you never, you know? And so you can't get away from it. You You just can't. You have to. The only way to do it is to get better at what do you do when that when that that when that crossroad comes, when you find yourself at that intersection, which way do you go? Left or do you go right? You do have the conscious choice at that moment when you realize it to go left or to go right. And and it's up to you to take the to take the correct option. Yeah. Um
0: I'm fully convinced, you know, one of your IMs is I am capable of more than I know. And I believe more than anything that we have more volition in this than we realize uh there's so many times when we maybe not in words but we we say to ourselves he or she or it made me do fill in the blank and there's nothing like that i mean we are beings that have the power to choose exactly what's in our heads we have the power to choose exactly what goes into our heads and what stays in our heads uh it's important to to think for those of you out there listening, that you have the choice of number one, what you bring and what you allow into your brain. Uh, if you could have the option of not allowing porn into your brain, that's a good choice to make. Fill it with something else. Fill it with something else. What What about the idea of um, what have you done to then have alternate, more purposeful, more meaningful thoughts? that would just help you cope with the, the running thoughts thinking back over a memory, uh, the, the image in, in the, the screen imaging or video that you watched, you know, years ago, whatever it might be. What, what do you do? What have you filled that with to, um, I mean, replace that with, I should say, yeah.
1: through the years. Yeah, there's capacity in there. You, I mean, we have capacity as, as human beings. I mean, we are created with capacity and that capacity is like money is neutral. But what do you do with that capacity? Do you use your capacity for good or do you use your capacity for evil? Do you use your, your capacity to produce or do you use your capacity to, to destroy? Do you create or do you consume with that capacity? And so that capacity being space and is a thing, it's, it's a universe within. What do you feel that space with that is huge and, and we did the podcast on music Goes right back to that. I was thinking about that. I mean, what do you fill that space with that's inside? What do you fill that capacity with? Whatever you fill that capacity with, it's going to show in your life. If you fill that space inside of you with junk food, it's going to show the next time you go to the, to the doctor for your physical. If you fill that capacity with pornography, it's going to show the next time you step out in public or the next time you look at a screen, uh, or have a relationship. Whatever you put in, uh, that's the way our bodies are made. Whatever you put in is going to come out in some kind of form. It's going to express itself in some kind of a form on the outside of it. So we ha- we aren't victims. We have a choice. And 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 you know, we're we're not we're not, you know, just helpless in this whole thing. You are powerful beyond measure. You're capable of more than you know. And one of those capable, one of the the areas in your life that you're capable is is what to do with and how to fill that capacity that you have.
0: Right. I I think what we're aiming at with this episode here is you have more choice, number one, and you have more choice to do more powerful things, number two. So I don't know how many years ago. I don't I don't know the precise timing for you when you came up with Free Indeed to begin with. I just know that just over four and a half years ago, we started. And I still remember the walk we took that one time over by the Step 7 Ranch here in Parker, and you told me about this whole thing. And, but sometime before that, though, and I think roughly a year, it's it sounded like you had this thing baking, um, you know, it popped into your head. You had that turnaround moment and we've referred to it multiple times where you, you said, God's going to have to show you something better and why not find that better thing? Uh, and I'm, it's not like everybody listening to this. If you've got a major issue with porn addiction that you need to create another class, that would be awesome. We, if you could create your own class in your own locale or your own town, whatever it might be, that would be terrific. Uh, we're not trying to hoard anything cause there's way too much to do <laughs> for us to, um, hoard anything. But I think the idea is that something grabbed you. You saw that there was something else out there in your mind. You realize I am way bigger than just this
1: porn addict guy. Yeah. I looked at the capacity that I had for pornography consumption and I thought, man, I mean, I was like, a savant in, I mean, in consumption. I mean, like I was gifted in my ability to consume massive amounts of pornography and, and, you know, and then to think of, wait a minute, if I am capable of that, what could I be capable of? If I use that energy, that effort, that time, that commitment to something good. Like, And, you know, and that's why I believe, you know, at this point, we're not even where it's going to go because I just I realized, and' there's one of the I'm capable of more than i know i'm i mean i I firmly believe that if I look at the amount of of attack that I've had from my enemy, I equate that to the amount of potential that I have in my purpose, yep, my enemy knew that I had some serious and some and some significant ability to do some good, and that's why I was. You know, trapped from a very young age. And oh, by the way, that happened a couple key times in the Bible. You trap them while they're young because you know the potential that they have to free and liberate others when they get older. I'm thinking of Moses and Jesus off the top of my head. Yeah. And so, you know, if, if whoever you are, if you're trapped and you look at the depth of your trap, trust me when I tell you that the depth of your trap, you know, yeah. equals at least the height of your, of your purpose and your potential. And, and I assure you that. You know, that, that enemy, you know, I, God and the devil both know your potential. (laughs) The devil wants to keep you from seeing it. God wants to show it to you and wants to reveal it to you. And so, yeah, I mean that, you know, that, that ability that I had, I'm like, wait a minute, what if I use this for good? And that cost me something. Don't get me wrong. I lost a lot. I'm still, you know, I still, yeah, I mean, it's, it's not going to be easy and it's not going to be a cakewalk and, you know, there's a price that you're going to have to pay. But at the same time, that price is worth it, man. And purpose is dope.
0: Oh yeah, it, it, there's there's ways to find your purpose, and we didn't necessarily plan on that for this conversation. However, it's I have discovered when I have found really my purpose, I'm living out my purpose right this minute. I'm doing it right now, mm-hmm. um, and it's it's a place to be in with. Um, I was I've been thinking about this all week long. I've been thinking about it all day long. We started this whole process this afternoon, but I had a bunch of things I was doing before and I knew that I had a hard I needed to get over here. And I got here and I was ready to get started and then we just ended up sat down and ate a couple sandwiches and watched football. What's <laughs> the hour. Yeah. It's yeah. <laughs> fine. Part of my mission is to build intimacy and hey, eating a sandwich with a buddy is just fine with me. Right. Um but the idea is finding purpose for your life will Fuel you like nothing else. That's part of what I do with my life coaching is help people find their purpose. Once you find your purpose, you can make decisions, yes or no, on where you're going to go next. In mm-hmm. um, any ideas that come into your mind, any thoughts that come into your mind, does this help me fulfill my purpose? Yes, no. Does looking at porn all the time help me fulfill my purpose? Chances are, pretty good, not. So um, I, I believe we can control... Not not necessarily what we see, but whether or not we consume something as we look at it. We can certainly control our thoughts. Not just, I think, control our thoughts, but um, instead of letting our thoughts take over our actions in a bad way, we can let them take over to become something meaningful. And then when you have that purpose behind it, because you surely wouldn't have built free indeed had you not known your purpose. I mean, even yeah. if you didn't articulate your purpose statement until about three years into the process.
1: Yeah, and and you know at this point I I kind of along the same lines of what you just said. I mean if if it if it's I have my personal mission statement. If it if it fits in that, I mean if it doesn't fit in that and doesn't pay my bills, I don't do it. Yeah, (laughs) I mean I just you know if if it just doesn't yeah that's just that's an easy for me a checkpoint of do I do it or not and you know things like this getting together on a this is happens to be a Sunday afternoon you know, spending time with, uh, with one of my, my, my closest buzz doing some podcast stuff that fits right in the line of my purpose. It just does. And so I'm just like, man. Psh. And, and, you know, even in a purpose, it's like, what if you're driven by purpose more than money? And, and, you know, I, I, I mean, to me that I, I, I am so almost obsessed with living that, with living that purpose and that mission. And that mission to me, you know, is to co-create a world, of intimacy and unconditional connection by teaching and inspiring one million men how to live free from internet pornography, and so when this podcast reaches a million people, then I'm done. At least that phase. Oh yeah, that. that. And then, then I'm pretty sure that number will change. But, uh, but our numbers are going up slowly. But they're, they're going they're up, getting man. There. But we're we're getting there. Yep. We're getting there.
0: We're getting there. So um, I didn't have any other specific questions around this, but I, I just. Um, the irony is my thoughts have reached their limit in terms of this topic, <laughs> but it's kind of simple. You know, it, it's, it's the idea of our thoughts really should be controlled by our own choices, right? You know, we, we can control our thinking and our thinking can control our purpose.
1: And what a lot of guys, and back, kind of circling back to the beginning of this, what a lot of guys do is, you know, they'll be at the grocery store. They'll be at work or at church or whatever you want to call it. They'll be somewhere and they'll see a woman and they will consume her visually and they will take it to the point of thinking and, and, and fantasizing and, and just all that kind of stuff. And then it'll drive them and then they look up and now they feel guilt and they feel such deep guilt that it'll make them feel shameful. And then what do we do with something like guilt and shame? We medicate it. I mean that that's that's one of the things we medicate is 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 shame. And so it creates a vicious cycle cuz I medicate shame but that medication causes me shame. So what do I do with that? I medicate it. Right. And it just becomes a cycle over and over again. So I say I mean what if when I look up and when I realize that that you know that I'm in the middle of a thought or thinking something what if I just allow grace to step in and and take the place of shame? You know grace is huge, man. And what if I give myself grace? Sometimes the hardest person to forgive and the hardest person to give grace to is yourself. And so, what if, what if, what if you give yourself grace in that moment of ah, I don't want to do that anymore, I didn't want to do that, or whatever, and you forgive yourself, man, and you just allow yourself to move on. I mean, it's a pretty cool feeling to give yourself the opportunity to be human and to not be perfect and to just move on from that moment. And I'm not saying you just, you know, it doesn't mean anything, but when you develop that habit, you'll find over time that that habit begins to take care of itself. From my own experience, I can tell you when you develop that habit of not allowing shame to, to, to settle in, then that gives you one less thing to medicate. That gives you one less thing to carry around. And when you don't have to carry around that dead weight, then shame is dead to you.
0: Hence the quote he just put on Facebook here this afternoon. And uh, it's important then I believe to remember that one of the things that's been, uh, that I found when I worked with uh, and and spent time with guys, um, at step seven, you heard us refer to that here a few minutes ago. Uh, step seven is a Christian based addiction recovery. Their, their simple mission statement is sharing Jesus with the addicted. And, uh, and I know this is probably true for a lot of addicts and it doesn't matter if they're faith based or not, but, you know, if you believe God forgives you, and then I ask the question, do you believe you can forgive yourself? More often than not, they'll say that's a lot harder Mm -hmm. uh, because of all the consequences they've had to live in. So uh, that's yet another realm of thinking for us instead of uh, where we uh, let that cycle of just shame, the medication, the shame, the medicating, all of that pain, uh, letting it cycle in on itself and go down that dark little spiral where we're not going to, uh, let that, let that take us over. So yeah. Any okay. other thoughts
1: here? Letting that go is huge. I'm telling you, man. Being able to let that go is just phenomenal. Yeah. I mean, and that that's a gift that you give to yourself is letting that go. And then you get in the habit of forgiving yourself and giving yourself grace. Guess what? You get better at that for other people. Exactly. You get better at forgiving other people. You forget. You get better at giving other people grace to be human and to not be perfect. We're not perfect. You'll never ever ever be perfect. Stop trying to be perfect. Just stop. like literally just stop trying to be perfect be the best you can be and that's all that god or anybody else can you know can ever ask of you is now what is the best that's the other question i mean pushing yourself to whatever the best form of you is possible that's up to you to push and to develop and to grow but at the same time you know when you don't worry about being perfect you don't kick yourself when you find yourself not being perfect but At the same time, you're always working on self-improvement. You're always working on getting better in every way, mind, body, and spirit. See, now that then brings me to, okay, you get a glimpse into
0: who you're meant to be, right? You get a glimpse into, okay, I can actually do this. And then you see how far away you are from that. You have a couple of choices here. You can say to yourself, I'll never do it. Or you can say to yourself, um, I believe with God's grace, I can get there. It's just going to take a little bit
1: of time. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, you can look at something and say, ah, that mountain is too big, or you can say, Hey, that mountain is just big enough for me to climb. And, uh, and you know, that time and effort, man, uh, that i love that whole Kaizen man, just small, measurable change projected out over time. All you got to do. I mean, you'll never do it if you don't take that first step and just working towards that thing that, you know, the, the journey is the destination, You know, there's no finish line until you're dead. And so whomever you are on this earth, we're all on a journey. And I think that journey should involve self-improvement. But, yeah, I mean, if you look at where you are and it could be, you know, so far away that you got to squint to see it or you need binoculars to see it. Well, guess what? You know, you keep moving in that direction. You'll get there eventually. Or if nothing else, you'll get a whole lot better than than where you are. Again, back to the whole BDE thing. I'm not where I'm, you know, going to be, but I'm not where I was. And progress is great, man. Progress is phenomenal. Progress is growth
0: there is uh it, 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 to me it 's about a mindset. you know it, we have some dreams that we 're going to be talking about here this evening with that i you know I hope we can work with for free indeed because we 've done this class now that we keep talking about for four and a half years and um, but we have some dreams that we 'd like to do you know more with free indeed, and uh, we want to reach the world and it 's taking time. But I believe we can. I believe something like this podcast can reach around where we physically can't go. Somebody's going to hear this at some point in the future and think, I need that class where I am, and we're going to make it happen. Yeah. So that's it's a mindset. Uh, what, I'm circling back all the way around to, okay, one of the reasons why our thoughts wander and one of the reasons why our eyes wander is because of what we do in the background, right? If you don't have a purpose and a direction and a real mission for your life, and you're not actually working on it, and you're not trying to improve yourself, and you're not trying to get yourself to a better place from where you started. Because to me, that's been the journey with free indeed is I'm growing myself, and we do go into that into the class in terms of one of the W's uh, of how, we, how to help ourselves because freedom isn't free, and you're right, There's it's a journey, it's not a destination. The finish line is when we're, when we're dead. Um, our thoughts can become way more impactful more powerful more meaningful more longer lasting when we attach them to a purpose purpose and a mission
1: yeah that purpose can lead you and that purpose can guide you and that person can that purpose can drive you and purpose is huge i mean every guy should have a purpose every single guy should have a purpose that's a whole nother con that's a whole nother conversation in terms of his why oh yeah that but every guy has a why and And if he hasn't found that why, then he's going to be missing and searching. And if he's not living with a why, he's probably medicating his lack of the why. Yeah. And so, yeah, living with purpose, man, it drives you and it guides you and it leads you to that path, to that journey, to be in the best form of you you can be when you finally take your last breath.
0: Yeah. And uh, how we how we fill our days is how we fill our minds. And that is how we fill our, our thoughts. And then what we take in around us and what we see so we're about done with our episode 11 any place that you'd like to tell us where to go to find you in a quick and easy way Kirk man
1: it's pretty easy man it's my name Kirk com. k-i-r-k-m-s-a-m-u-e-l-s can I do something crazy and give my phone number uh, take the risk jump off the cliff <laughs> right, go man. for it man. my purpose is driving me my purpose That's is right. guiding me my purpose is leading me I can be reached directly. It'll ring literally in my pocket or next to me, wherever it is on my cell phone at 720-515-6536. Three, six, 36 I had nice. to get a three, six in there. Um, but that's my cell phone. My website is Kirk M com. And matter of fact, your email address is even on my website, uh, where people can, can I email you as well? So that we're definitely easily accessible. And like you said, here and in the past, man, we are mobile too. We can come to wherever anybody needs us, man. And we can, we can rock and roll on site.
0: Yep. Well, until the next episode, look for your purpose. This isn't the last time we're going to be talking about this because it's so important to us and it's going to, necessarily come back up but as we finish today just consider that take the time and find a way to get to your purpose if you need any help with that that's what we're here for thanks for listening thanks for listening to the free indeed podcast visit freeindeed 36.com for more resources with deeper information and upcoming events it is for freedom that christ has set us free stand firm then and do not let yourselves be burdened again by a yoke of slavery